dreams. What up? We are back. Yes, sir. It's the KOT show. Or the R and J show, the J and R show, or the, yeah, however you want to say however it. However you want to do it, the show within the show. Scorpio brothers with me, with me here today. Yes, yes. And we are back talking Knicks. Yes, the Nick of Time show here, giving you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. Yes, sir. And I am Jay Ellis. And I guess I'll just do my own introduction then. Ryan G's in the building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. We do our own. It's different. How was your week, man? It's been busy. Um, recently, I've been promoted as the assistant NBA department head at TSJ 101 Sports. What? Congrats there, there, there boy, there, boy, there, boy. Uh, we at, at the KOT show already knew he was the top notch, and he was already the head of the writers of the KOT show. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, but now he's head two places. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to move up the food chain. Hey, moving on up. To the east side, to the deluxe apartment in the sky. The sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Ryan. Yeah, it's a crazy week. Crazy, crazy, crazy week. Um, been very busy trying to do some some behind the scenes KLT stuff. Hopefully things work out. Yes, sir. But um, this man, a few things happened this week. It wasn't too crazy of a week. Um, but some 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 rumblings happened. Uh, we're gonna talk about KP. Being a little injury free, mm-hmm. or getting close to coming back, or whatever. However, you, oh, he, he's he's doing fine. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about trade rumors with cancer and and maybe Vonley, and we're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff today. Uh, Mario, we're gonna talk about Mario coming back in the, into the fold. Luke Cornette sightings for, for Frank. Frank. <laughs> Frank is back too. We're gonna talk all about that stuff. Yeah. Everything, everything. Stay tuned. Rock with us. Um, so yeah, also, um, but yo, um a few games have I didn't check a bunch of these games, but I saw a bunch of the highlights from from some of these games. Yeah. From the from the college game, because you know we are in the midst of the Tankathon. Of course. Knicks are losing a lot. And compare, you know, if you if you might be happy that we're losing or not, because right now we are tied for second, for second in the tankathon. Yes, with Chicago. So I mean, I mean, I don't like when we lose, but sometimes I like when we lose. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, in this case, it's to the benefit of the Knicks because of the talent that's coming out in next year's, well, this year's draft. Right, and it's very, it's, it's a talented in, in that one, two, three, four. Yeah, that, 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 range. That, that top range. Yeah, maybe five or more four. You know. Yeah. So for us to be in that mix is good for us in this organization this season. Um, did you catch any highlights or did you see any crazy stats or did you? See, Peep anything from the games that are played this week? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's a typical week for the Knicks so far. I mean, nothing but else. <laughs> yeah, all right, right. <laughs> you, know, you know, but um, I'm talking from college or from college. Oh, from college. Oh, well, um, it's interesting because I've watched some of Duke's games recently. 
Okay. And I've been watching Zion's game. Mm-hmm. I've been watching RJ's game. Right. And and to throw it out there, Cam Reddish is not bad too. You know, you know, he's he's probably gonna fall within four or five range, but he's not bad too. Okay, he had a game winner the he other had, day. Yeah, the other day against Florida State. Um and it's interesting because I watch both RJ and Zion play, and to me, RJ seems like the more complete player to me. You know, like RJ has more tools on the offensive end to me than um Zion does. But the thing with Zion is like he, I think he has a higher higher ceiling because if Zion can ever put it all together, yeah, you know where he has the crazy athleticism, the crazy mm. build already, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, like if he can just learn how to shoot the ball more efficiently from deep, he's already a decent passer as it is. Yeah, I mean he already can. <laughs> I mean he's like what six seven and can like block shots like crazy, yeah. rebound like crazy, yeah. You know, it's like the ceiling is higher, but like... If High you, defensive IQ. Exactly. But it's like if you want a player that's going to help like right now, RJ seems like the better bet. Like I think RJ is going to probably be... I, I mean, I don't want to throw it out there right now, but RJ to me look like he might be rookie of the year. Mm. To me, it's an early prediction. But he look like I think RJ is going to be rookie of the year next year if, you know... I feel you. I understand. You know, at the same time, there's some concerns with him as well. People kind of yeah. say that, you know, his defense is, is pretty lacking. He's really lackadaisical on defense. And, you know, mm-hmm. people kind of get that Tim Hardaway Jr. feeling when, <laughs> <laughs> when you think about lackadaisical defenders that at the two. So yeah. people kind of might be scared about that. And, and we're not doing the, the deep dive into the mm-hmm. into the topics as well. But, you know, we'll be touching on it today. Yeah. So some people will be like, you know what? And you know what? To me, he it, that scares me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. There's plenty of tape of him where he just kind of gives up. Mm-hmm. But um, who knows what happens when Fizz can get a hold of him? Yeah, or who knows what happens too. when Fizz can get a hold of Zion? That that That's the that's the other thing, too. Exactly. Because it's, it's yeah. like, if, if Fizz has already shown to me so far this season that he has, I don't want to say the Midas touch because the Knicks are struggling a whole lot, but it seems like he has that knack where he can get the best out of players. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, if you give him a player like Zion where he needs a coach that's going to unlock his true potential, oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> boy. And definitely, and you can see what he's doing with Moody, and you can see maybe, and even even a little bit of a... Um, it's me, Mario. He's showing some signs, too. We'll talk about yeah. him in a second. But um, I like also like this John Mar- this John Morant kid, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's a good prospect too. Dog, I I know you I know you guys saw the 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 the, the play. Yeah. When he jumped over <laughs> homie like he's Vince Carter. My guy is a point guard. Yeah. Point guards aren't supposed to be able to do that, man. He's six three. People are saying like his with his athleticism at his size, like he kind of reminds people of of Russell Westbrook right now. Yeah, he's like a skinny Russell. He's like a Russell Wall combo. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> And the thing about him, the thing about him is his court vision. Yeah, you got a nice court vision. His court, he the passes he's able to pull off under the rest is kind of nice. Yeah, but you know, and but he's he's also the turnovers are high. I feel like we I feel like we doing we giving away too many gems right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta come back for Nick's Madness episode. Where exactly. We go there. <laughs> we go deep diving. Yeah, exactly. This this is just like a preview right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna go through all that stuff later. But um. Yeah, and you know he seems like he plays defense too. So I like, you know, yeah. you know what? But let I me mean, stop right there because I was gonna get I was gonna get deeper into it because exactly. I've, I've been doing more research lately. But I'm gonna pull it back 
for the next madness episode. <laughs> yeah, because we might be going off like a half hour to an hour. Yeah, on this exactly, topic, so. exactly. <laughs> so if you're into, yeah. Every year we do a Knicks Madness episode and we do a Prospects episode. Every year that seems like to be one of our highest listened episodes. Yeah. So definitely check in, check back for that when we have it. And we'll give you a deep dive of all these guys. And I'll be doing a lot more research. I'll be revving it up usually. I usually really rev it up around February, which is approaching. Yeah. (laughs) Where I really go ham on watching mad film while reading a lot of reading material mm-hmm. and comparing and yeah. So yeah, like around the time I'm going is when it's tournament time. Definitely but, tournament but, time. But but conference tournament time, you know, before it actually reaches the big dance. Mm. Yeah, that's when I truly get into it and like really like watch like top prospects and see how they play in games. And then on top of that, you know, obviously you got Draft Express and all those other sites that, yeah. that break them down. Like even Draft Express kind of just like I don't know, I don't know what happened to them. But anyway, mm. yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but. We will talk about that. And it's exciting because, you know, guys like that, you know, Cam Reddish, like, there's a lot of guys with potential. And you see what Fizz is doing with these guys, and you figure, man, you see what he's doing with Moody, you see what he's doing with Mario, mm-hmm. you see even a little bit of Frank. Like, yeah. he's, he's changing his attitude. Like, he takes, he takes players and molds them. It's not even just him. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole coaching staff, pretty much. It's a whole coaching staff, because I'm going to read to you. Because Mario... Yo, shout out to Mario Zonia. It's me, Mario. I hit the button twice today. <laughs> <laughs> you like, I think that's a new record right there. That is there. a new record. Yeah, <laughs> give it up. Yeah. <laughs> Dos. Yes. <laughs> For my Spanish listeners. All right. <laughs> so, Mario just came back. He was out of the rotation for dumb long. Mm-hmm. Right? He only played eight minutes for a six-game stretch. Ah. Came back, and it's now he's averaging 13 points. Okay. Uh, 5.3 rebounds. Okay, Mario. And three steals in 25 minutes a game. Okay, Mario, playing defense? <laughs> playing that defense. So it's like, and... It's funny because Mario was approached by a reporter. And, you know, they, they started talking about giving him free agency questions about next year. And he's like, and he was really honest. And he was kind of, he pretty much said he does not want to go anywhere. He's like, yo, I love New York. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is this is just it. Um, I don't want to go anywhere. Honestly. This coaching staff is the best coaching staff. He said he wish he had this coaching staff when he was in Orlando and his when he was a rookie. Cause if that was if that was the case, boy, he he feels like he would have been out of here. Yeah, and in other words, for those that need translation to what Mario said, basically what he said is that Orlando's coaching staff is trash. <laughs> oh, or, or you can say Orlando's coaching staff is. and rightfully i mean illicit so it's kind of telling man it's telling as bad as we're losing game after game after game it's really telling that these players still want to be here after that yeah and it's crazy because all these guys are getting dmps and they still want to be here. Exactly. That's not normal. It's really, it's really not. That's really not normal. Like, 
Trey, I talked about Trey Burke saying he wanted to be here after he's getting all these DMPs. Mm-hmm. You talk about Mario saying he wants to be here after getting all these DMPs. Mario was quoted as saying he's like he saying it's funny. I'm getting all these DMPs and I should be mad at my coach. And when I see him, I give him a hug and a high five. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, what is happening? Why is like everybody is so tight knit? Because. It's it's turning around, man. It's it really is. At least with the coaching staff, exactly. And 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 the people at the top, it's the culture is really turning around despite the losing. Yes. So that is a great sign. But also, like when I saw Mario saying that, I my heart my heartstring tugged a little bit, man. It's like, mm-hmm. damn. Do we should we keep Mario? You you see, I was like, oh, he wants to be here. Yeah, but you see, ah oh, man. But you a, see, when, he likes when, New York. Yeah, but you see, when you're an executive, like you have to take feelings out of it, you know. And even though somebody wants to be here, like you know, I love the fact that Mario loves New York City. Yeah, and he likes the coach. Just definitely wants to be here. But if I'm an executive for the New York Knicks, Mario has to show me more consistently for me to be like, all right, we're gonna keep you here for another year, you know, like. So what? Well, how do you feel about how he's played these last few games? Well, these last few games, he's played better, you know? Like, right. I'm, I'm not going to front and be like, yo, Mario's been playing bad and this and that. Because everybody wanted him out, shipped. And yeah. that's probably still the consensus, mostly. I don't know if people are starting to like, oh, maybe there's something. I don't know. Uh-huh. But, hmm, maybe. Yeah, maybe, but but for me, but for me um, specifically, like, Mario has to show me a bit more for me to really be on, like, his bandwagon and be like, you know what, yeah, let's keep him here for another season. But, like, as of right now, like, I like the steps he's been taking towards bettering his game, though, I, as of right now. So. I, I, I'm i with you. I'm definitely with you. I, I like what Mario is doing right now. I, I hope he keeps in that the right direction. And like Steve Mills says... He wants these guys to make it hard on him. If everybody mm-hmm. starts to develop on that last leg, yeah, it's gonna make it hard for him. And and by the way, Coach Fizz already made a decree. <laughs> he already said that second half of the season we're gonna be winning a lot more. He already stated that because he feels like this. He feels like individually, our guys are getting better in places, mm-hmm. but as a collective, yeah, it hasn't just been all put together yet. So, I mean, that remains to be seen if it actually happens, but we mm-hmm. will see. We The biggest leap has to be defensively, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, I don't know if I've ever really seen strides in that area as of yet. I've seen... I've seen it, sim- it, I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that. You see glimpses. Yes. You, yeah, that's about it right now, though. I feel like I only see glimpses because of personnel change. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. So... I've seen glimpses of personnel change. You know what? And I've seen one person play better defense. I'll say that. Oh, what's that? What's that one? Who's that one person? Um. Okay. I, I've seen Knox, at least this, at least to today's game. Yeah. We are recording on a Sunday night. We've we just finished watching the Pacers game. Uh, nah, I mean, Sixers I mean, game. I mean, Sixers game. I'm sorry. Yeah. He, he, he seemed like he played better defense today. Yeah, he played good. Well, besides getting a career high thirty-one points. I mean, besides <laughs> that, besides being wait, wait, what did I read? What stat did I read today? One of six players under twenty to reach thirty points, or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the six too. Oh, do you? Oh, you talking about the the players that's 
scored all over 30 points under 20 years old? Yeah. Do you remember the six? I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but I mean, if I had to tell guess, us, man, tell us stats, guy. <laughs> if, if I had to, if I had to guess, I would have to say LeBron would have to be on that list. Yeah, Kevin Durant would have to be on that list. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, if if I had to guess, who else would probably be on that list under thirty points under nineteen? Kobe. Under years old. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah, uh, obviously Kobe Bryant. How could I forget Kobe? Um, who else? Uh, dude from Phoenix. Amari? No, not Amari. Um, he's playing now. I oh, DeAndre name. Aiden? Not DeAndre. What, Macau Bridges? No, not Macau. Oh, you mean Devin Booker? Devin Booker. There oh, you go. My fault. <laughs> Devin Booker. I thought you I thought you meant like recent um. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Devin Booker. Alright. And then somebody else, I forgot. But but shout out to Matt. Shout out to Knox. Shout out to Knox on that. Knox, man. I'll keep Knox. I don't want to jump the gun, mm-hmm. but he's already scoring on three different levels, three-pointers, yep. mid-range, and at the rim at 19 years old, already yep. has a career high, Yep, 31, over Tatum, and he's younger than Tatum at uh-huh. 19 years old, Tatum. Yes, sir. <laughs> Tatum. I had to say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> he already... Has a higher offensive IQ than Tim Hardaway Jr. That's very true, unfortunately. I mean, come on. <laughs> unfortunately. Come on, man. You know it's true. You know. Oh, you know man. it's true. It's, it, it's, yeah. His, his offensive IQ is already higher. Already. Yeah, Kevin Knox does take better shots than Tim Hardaway Jr. You, and, you, and hardly, ever, you hardly ever, Matt, ever since the Chuck Chuckington days when he's in the three. Yeah. He's had like a month of taking great shots. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's like it's like nowadays like he doesn't just settle for threes and the threes he does take are like usually wide open threes. Word, I mean he's hit some couple of, in I mean, people's well, eye too. Well, well, but I mean, you know shooters gonna shoot. Shooters so gonna shoot there exactly. Yeah. So I mean, there's, there's, there's gonna be sometimes when he does you know shoot with a hand in his face. But I'm just saying majority of the time he he usually you know gets open and then he shoots three. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so. so I mean. I don't know, man. This guy is gonna project to be the art. Our, yeah. I, I can see him being. If no big free agent comes here, I can see him being one A. Yeah, he's, he's, he's gonna he's gonna be a problem later on. I I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. I just hope that Fizz has the balls to get the ball away from Tim Hardaway. That that that's if Tim Hardaway is still gonna be here next season. We don't know yet, dog. I know we yet. all hoping and wishing we'll get to that <laughs> later, but I, it's, it's, it's I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, but but you see, he's this, a six man. I know, man. I know. I know. He's a six man. Yeah, but I I know that I might be getting off off a topic a little bit, but this is why. How dare I'm, you? We never <laughs> we never do that here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I mean, yeah, we always do that, but um, this is why I'm not worried about the Knicks' future. Because you got to remember, even though the Knicks are losing like crazy right now, we still got KP in our back pocket. Oh, yeah. We have Knox, who, oh, yeah. who looks like he's going to be a problem later on. Problem. And then on top of that, the Knicks all look like they're going to be in position to get a, possibly a top three pick, which means that's either Barrett, Zion, Morant, somebody. Oh, we're going to be good for for a while. Yeah, we're going to have like a we're going to have possibly have like a big three yeah. of young players. From the draft. Exactly. And don't don't let us mess up and actually sign somebody too. Exactly. If that happens, I don't know if it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. 
this season mm-hmm. or next. I mean, next season. But I'm not that worried. Exactly. Even if we don't sign a free agent, I'm still not that worried because I feel like they're gonna no, come. I mean, I feel I, like they're it, gonna come eventually. It's not just that, but I I feel like with a healthy KP Knox and then adding Barrett or Zion, whoever comes, I feel like the Knicks are gonna win thirty games at least with those three players together. Even Paul Pierce feels like we can make the playoffs by next season. And that's Paul Pierce, the, the resident Nick hater. <laughs> <laughs> that's Paul freaking Pierce who's saying exactly. that. Exactly. So I mean, and then and then and then if you then you add possibly one big name free agent to that young talent, the Knicks are going to be a problem in the East. I ain't scared, man. I ain't not scared. Exactly, yo. So, I'm, so you know, I'm enduring the loser right now because I already know brighter days are her, ahead. That's a fact. Yes, sir. It's coming. The light. Word. That shines. Especially for you and me. <laughs> That's common if you don't know, young. Yeah. I, <laughs> I never knew a love, love, love like, like this. this. Hey, you know. You yep. know. You know. <laughs> Y'all too, y'all too young for that. Yeah, too. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm of age. You are, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, sir. Or do I, I did see the stats of our demos. So there's a lot of people of age who might know that. But anyway. Yeah, true that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to y'all listening. Anyway, what was I getting to next subject? Next subject? Oh, since my computer shut down sh- shut down momentarily, I can't see the subject, but I'm going by memory. Oh, okay. All right. So. Freestyle. Freestyle first. Freestyle Sundays. So, um... Yeah, we talked about we talked a little bit about the the college stuff. We talked about Mario. Yeah. And possibly signing next season, we don't know. We mm. never with Von Ley though. We didn't talk about Von Ley yet. Uh-huh. Because there have been trade rumors about Von Ley. Not yeah. trade rumors with an S, but it's been rumored that the 76ers are interested in trading for Von Ley. Hmm. Interesting. Things that make you go, hmm, would you? If I would trade Vonley to the Sixers? Yep. I mean, I'm trying to, I don't know the benefit, like, because Vonley's on a one-year deal right now. Yeah, he's inspiring. So it's like, what could we possibly get in return for him? Like, maybe a second-round pick? You know, so I mean, unless I mean, unless the Knicks trying to build up assets, like to me, I don't really see the sense in trading Vonley because he's on a one year contract as it is. Like I would make, I would allow Vonley to play out the season with us. To be honest about it, because I mean, I don't, I really don't know what the Knicks could really get in return from what a second round pick, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, listen, a second round pick under this regime mm-hmm. is pretty much like a first round pick. <laughs> Yeah. To be honest with you, like if you look at our the Bleacher Report released the list. Was it last week or this, I don't know last week or week before talking about they re it was the redraft. Yeah. And I don't remember the number. I think they had Knox they, at five. Yeah, they had Knox at five. Then I think they but didn't they have Trey and Mitch like back to back? Yeah, I think they like, had like nineteen and twenty. Yes, I think they had Trier at nineteen, Mitch yeah. at twenty, and no, and you know. So you would think that a second round pick under our hands might be a first round pick, technically. Yeah, it could be. Technically. But I will say this. Um, I would keep Von Lee. I would I would hope I would hope he wouldn't resign with us. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's the theme 
Yeah. Everybody likes it here. But um, there's going to be competition for Von Lake because he's been playing well. Yeah, of course. Um, And listen, he is our Draymond Green Swiss Army Knife. He does things well. He does a little bit of everything. And he's he he does... He's so big and can guard one through four. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not sure if there are a lot of pieces like that. Well, not in the NBA. There's only a, there's only a very few, and Draymond Green is one of those guys. Right. Which is why I wouldn't want to let him go. I'd want to actually keep him as like a piece for like mm-hmm. the future and beyond. Like I want him here. Yeah. Long term. I'm not even no doubt about it. So I would be against it. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I would bring back Vonley next season. I have nothing against. I have nothing against that Vonley has played good this season, and he has shown that, you know, he has stepped up his game. Yeah, I would. I would. Re- I would reward him and bring him back. Yeah. So I. I me too. Me too. And and I know some guys might move him for the second round, but I don't know. I don't know. There's not a lot of guys who can do that. Like the thing is, it's just scary because you know he might he's gonna be in demand next season. Yeah. And you hope that he like really wants to mess with us. He's like, hey, look, 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 Vonley, we unlocked your potential, dog. Exactly. We, we gave you the ball and told you dribble. <laughs> they, you wasn't. They wasn't letting you dribble in Chicago. They yeah. wasn't letting you dribble in Portland. You, you dribble with us, man. Yes. <laughs> you dribbling with us. He got Coach Fizz. He got Key Smart. You got all these all these assistant coaches who are helping these players along. Exactly. And actually, um, Coach Fitz says Key Smart has been working with. Oh, hold on. His name is Keith Smart for a reason. <laughs> Coach Fitz said he credits Keith Smart for helping Mario Hizonja with his decision making. Okay. Keith, can you work with Hardaway some more? (laughs) (laughs) You know, Hardaway's still young. (laughs) Please, please. (laughs) Hardaway still got some growing to do. He still got some growing to do, (laughs) damn it. Please. But yeah, you would hope that this coaching staff would, would lure him away from all those guys. But you know, money talks. Of course, so that's the fear. Some people, so some people will say, some people would say that they think Vonley might be good as going because of how good he's playing. Yeah, and also you gotta also take into account that the Knicks have to be careful with their cap situation in um in the summertime too, because if the, if if the plan still is to sign a big name free agent, the Knicks can't go around just giving giving different players different, you know long-term deals like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Knicks have to be careful and play the cap situation carefully. Exactly. Which brings me to another situation. Uh, Shout-out to Post Game. I don't remember who asked me this question on Post Game Live, but I was like, dang, I gotta ask this question on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout-out to Post Game Live. I don't remember what, I don't remember what caller, but, um... Yo, we might have to add a Luke Cornette button on here, dog. Oh yeah, Luke. Yeah, Luke's been balling lately. We might have to add a Luke Cornette button here, dog, because Luke's been balling. He's found his little niche. He's had really good games last season yeah. in the G League. Yeah, and you see, he put up these games where he's hitting four, five, six three pointers in the G League, and it never really quite translated into the NBA game. Yeah, and it seems like it's translating now. And 
He's had a few 20-point games. He's had a really good plus-minus. Oh, his plus-minus in the Sixers game was crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> plus 25. Yup. Oh, yeah. Joel Embiid ain't she. Ayo. <laughs> ah, Joel Embiid plays mad dirty. Yeah, you do. Yeah, he ah, does. yo, he's the reason why Luke has that mask on his face right now. Get it's up, because get... of Embiid. Yeah, man. Like, oh, I'm, I'm too through with Embiid, yo. He's in yeah. the White Howard list for me right now, yo. And, and uh, those, and, like the dirty players, kind and, of. And the thing is, Embiid went for round two too. Oh, sh- and Luke didn't bat down though. Luke showed me something today, yo. He's not a pushover. I like. Sh- nah. He's battling out there. Shout so shout out, shout out to Luke. But. You really got to give it up to Luke, dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Cornette was not on the radar. Yeah. And someone was like, oh, would you move Cornette at the beginning of the year? Oh, yeah. No one cared. Yeah, exactly. No one cared. But he's played himself into contention. He's played himself into consideration. Where you have, you're looking at your cat space and you're going, okay. Von Ley stock is rising. Yeah. That's evident. Um, Moody is playing well, but you really haven't heard rumors of people being interested in him, which is interesting. Um, and we'll see if that ever happens. But um, I can see Luke Cornette's stock rising as well. Yeah. So at this point, would you resign Luke or Vonley? Oh, that's a tough one right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ah, uh, exactly. I think for me, it would depend on, like, what are the offers they're getting in the market? Like, what is their value? So money. Yeah, because to me, as I said, if I was an if I was an executive of the of the Knicks, depending on who's on the roster at the time, because I don't know what moves they're gonna make. If the Knicks clear the cap space and they give it up Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract or Courtney Lee's contract or whatever the case may be, then I may then I may consider, you know, signing whoever deal is cheaper. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to make sure I have enough cap space available to sign a big name free agent. You know what? Matter of fact, it doesn't matter. It's going to depend on money regardless because at the end of the day, I want to keep the Knicks cap situation flexible. Mm-hmm. So it's going to depend on whoever's cheaper. If if one player is getting big offers, then I would let that player go and just sign the other player who would be cheaper on the market. In okay. general, yeah. So money aside, who do you feel like is more valuable? Money aside? <sighs> I know it's tough. It's tough because uh, both, both of these guys yeah, I know. do... The, the thing is, I value defense, so I would probably lean towards Vonley. Mm. But it's like at this moment, it's like damn. My hair. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's really close right now. Like it's it's not it's not a sure fire. Like yeah, this player is definitely I'm picking him over the other. Yeah, I can choose my I can change my mind tomorrow because I saw Luke play tonight. Yeah. Yo, because Luke, I'm not gonna lie, dog. The way Luke played in B today. Yeah. Um. It, it showed me something. Yeah. It showed me something. Like, he really battled him, and he really, he really, when Luke was was playing MB, that's when MB was having problems. Yeah, exactly. When Von Lee was playing B, MB, MB was, it was barbecue chicken. It was barbecue chicken. But you know what? To be fair to Von Lee, um, Von Lee was able to really corral Giannis. 
Yeah. Luke would not be able to corral Giannis. Yeah, because Giannis is too quick. Right. So it's like a different build, a different type of body type will allow you to corral, um, corral somebody else. So it's really close, yo. Today, this afternoon, I said Luke, but tonight, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know that you can watch the next game and then you see Vale play good. Exactly. And, and exactly. It's like, you know what? I'd rather keep Vale. Exactly. Because <laughs> Kale is a really complete lit player, but Luke is a sniper, yo. Yeah, he is. I like the. <sighs> Oh man. Yeah, that's stretch, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's stretch five. That's stretch five. Like if you like that makes me think, because I'm you know what else I'm thinking? You I'm thinking, who are we pairing with, with with KP? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. People Von Lay is one through four. He's not really a five. Yeah. From what I've seen. Cornette. Cornette's a legit five. Looks like he could guard some fives. I would like the rebounding numbers to improve. Yeah. To say, boom, you're next to KP, that's final. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you, you you score a few 20-point games, you might, you know, you earn that respect of maybe you should, maybe you should start. That's yeah. Um, so as far as a guy who fits next to KP better, at this point, it possibly might be Cornette. Right now, uh, I I don't know. I think possibly. I, I think differently, man. You would say Von Lee? Yeah, I think Von Lee would be a better fit. Where KP. though? Because huh? we're I guess I guess it's where because if you put Von Lee at the three, where's Knox gonna go? That's nah. nah. Knox would Knox would be at the three, and then you would have Von Lee at the four, and then KP would be the center. KP don't want to play no center. Yeah, but... <laughs> KP does not want to play center, man. KP I, I is not I, playing center. Like, I, I don't give a damn. If we, uh, if, 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 if we pay that man the maximum contract, he going to play wherever we put him. All yo, right? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> KP, yo, you going to put KP over there with his bad Achilles at center? Yes. I mean, bad, yo. MC, whatever. Uh, nah, because he's going to be fully 100% healthy. <laughs> So he so he can get his legs back under him at center. My man got no I don't dog. Whenever people bull yo, I'm uh, seriously uh-huh. Mitch versus KP, year one. Mm-hmm. I've seen Mitch handle big post centers better than KP. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I just don't see it. And the fact that he's last season, he's complained to the press. Uh-huh. About how he's gassed when he has to play center because he has to bang down there. KP, you seven three though. Ah. My God, you gotta play that like 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 eventually like you. You gotta get that stamina up. You gotta get that strength up, and you gotta play the five eventually. Ah. <laughs> it is what it is. I he's he's gonna play spot five, yo. I mean, he's un- a unless spot five dog. And if Cornette's there, he don't even have to be a spot five. He can stay four. That's what mm-hmm. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. This is this is what I'm saying. So it's like. Uh, uh, you can play Vonley next to KP at times. Yeah, but but then but then too, it's like I understand where KP is coming from, but it's like, look at your skill set. Why would you why would you not want to play the five? You could school all these fives because on, he's on, only because you know he's one pound heavier than Mitch. <laughs> but, but it don't matter. He could take all these fives outside and do whatever he want with them. Uh, I'm just going by what KP said last season. If we paying KP the max, if we're paying KP the max, he gotta suck it up and ah. play the five. I'm sorry, yo. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> That's my thought process. Where are you going to put Knox? Because uh-huh. I'm thinking KP at the four. But if you see KP at the five, then it makes sense. Yeah. But I'm not sure if he makes sense at the five full-time right now. That's well, all I'm saying. All, all I'm saying is my man's is, what, 23 right now? Mm-hmm. So he got time. He can he can enjoy his time playing the four whatnot, you know? <laughs> You know, honeymoon we, period exactly you know like, <laughs> like you know we'll probably throw Mitch in there or whatever and be like you know what <coughs> Mitch you played a 5 KP, KP played a 4 but eventually when my man gets his muscle game up right and strengthens a bit he's gonna have to play that 5 I'm sorry you 7-3 dog you played a 5 you funny so right now you Von Lee over Luke Cornette at the as, moment as, at the moment yeah at the moment I can't even be mad at you can't like anybody out there let us know let me know under the comments yeah, on the youtube comment section, yeah yeah soundcloud too yeah because i know y'all get the likes but you know i want to see some i want to see if y'all paying attention soundcloud comment on soundcloud let me know yeah who do you think zach von lay or luke i am your father <laughs> that's the drop i'm telling you right now it's that drop <laughs> yeah that would yeah. be good yeah <laughs> nah yeah yeah and beat yeah he's your father yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So out of everybody, so to me, I mean, this there's a lot of people going to free agents. It's mm-hmm. gonna be free agents. It's gonna be Luke. It's gonna be Vale. It's gonna be Mario. Uh-huh. It's gonna be Moutier. Um, I'm leaving anybody else out. Free agency. Yeah. Who's gonna be a free agent? I think that's everybody. I can't. Cantor. Oh yeah, Cantor. Yeah, Cantor. Damn, everybody already forgot cancer first. <laughs> Damn you. Oh, man. Uh, I mean. Uh, uh, how uh, dare you, Ryan? I mean. Hey. My man sat out the last two games due to illness from eating too many burgers uh, on his cheat day. So, I mean. Come on. <laughs> Lies and propaganda. <laughs> All right? My man had a three burgers with the egg in it, and it had like four hey, the burgers egg is, to the side. Aw, <laughs> come, yo. Honestly, if you follow Enos character or on or, or, or the I, IG and stuff like that, he does that all the time. I actually think he's trolling. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think he's trolling. I think he goes, ooh. He'll, he'll like camera pan like 20 boxes of cookies and go, cheat day. Yeah. And then I think what happens is, I think what happens is, he takes the picture and he puts all the boxes of cookies back in the cabinet. <laughs> and he eats like two cookies. Because my man got like a is shredded though. He can't be shredded eating all those burgers yeah, and cookies. An, you, you, but, you, but you know what though? When you have a good metabolism, you can get away with eating some things though. Uh, <laughs> I guess he's 26, man. Give him yeah. a couple more years. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like he won't be able to do that when he hits like that 30 mark. Yeah, that 30 mark can get different. Exactly. <laughs> get real different. Yeah, but you know, right now he's like 26, 27. So he could probably still get away with he it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I feel you. I feel you on that, Enos Cantor. But yeah, speaking of Enos Cantor, uh, actually, you know what else? I will say this: the Knicks have come out and said that he had flu-like symptoms. It's not because he's eating burgers. He doesn't have mud butt or nothing like that, <laughs> as CP would say. He's not. He's not sitting on the toilet and taking a. <laughs> they said it's flu-like symptoms, all right? So, everybody calm down. I it's, mean, it's I mean... Just the, it's just the flu. I mean, I hope so, because, I mean, my dude posted a picture on Instagram today with the salmon. It was like, new year, new me. New year, new me. No burgers, <laughs> just straight fish. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. 
Ryan says it's lies and propaganda. He don't believe you. He need more people. Yes. You know who else says it's lies and propaganda? Some of the fans believe it's lies and propaganda. Some of the fans believe he ain't even sick. Hmm. I wonder why. Some fans believe that the Knicks are preparing to trade him. Hmm. Could be a possibility. And it's a fake sickness. This is all hearsay. Yeah. But, um, news came out mm-hmm. this week. Yep. That said, the Knicks and the Sacramento Kings have started negotiations. And there's going to be Enos Cantor and Zach Randolph involved. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Yup. Now, <clears throat> here's the thing. Zach Randolph, expiring contract. Yup. $11 million a year. Enos Cantor, also expiring contract. $18 million a year. Yup. So you think, why the hell would the Knicks do this? We really don't get any benefit from a one-to-one. Mm-hmm. Swap. So you think you would have to think this other piece is involved. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. What do you think? What, 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 what would you be looking for, Ryan, in a deal? From the Kings? Yeah, because some, some people were saying that um, the Knicks are probably possibly trying to get like a, another piece, like a second round pick mm-hmm. in the deal included as well. Well, if I'm the Knicks, what I would be looking for from that trade is first of all, is Sacramento willing to take one of our contracts along with Enos Cantor? Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah, because you have to think about the position Sacramento's in right now, too. Like, Sacramento's in the playoff picture in the West. Facts. Which means they would be playing to try to make the playoffs, so they would want players that will help them to get there. Double facts. Also, you have to remember that Sacramento is not really a spot where big-name free agents want to go to, so... Triple facts. So, therefore, they would be more willing to, like, work the trade market and see if they could get, like, a player in from a trade that could possibly help them get to where they want to get to. Facts on facts on facts. So, my thing is, like, okay, if you're going to take Enos Cantor's contract, you know, and, you know, Enos Cantor will help you. That's a fact. Exactly. I, I know Knicks players, I know some Knicks fans don't think Enos Cantor's a good player, but he's actually a good player. Yeah, he is. And you can see, like, the way he's been playing off the bench for us has been a lot more... He's a lot more productive when he's bullying that second unit, yeah. And he doesn't have to like guard opposing centers with a, like varying uh, more offensive skill sets. Like he, his plus minus has been better since he's been on the bench. But proceed. Exactly. So it's like okay, you're gonna you're, okay, you're gonna give them Cantor, who's gonna definitely help them in their quest of making the playoffs, right? And also, if you add in a guy like a Courtney Lee, right? You know, therefore, you get two players that could possibly help you make the playoffs. Because, again, Enos Cantor is a good player. He can get, he's pretty much a double double machine. And then you have Courtney Lee, who's proven in the past that when the stakes are high, he could come through for you. Exactly. And listen, man. If they pull that off, they get like a second rounder. And expiring contracts in return. And expiring contracts in return, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Now, I, I took a peek <clears throat> at Sacramento's uh, roster and saw mm-hmm. that, you know, there's certain guys on their roster who are on expiring contracts. Yep. And it's interesting. There's a couple of names on there that make it even more interesting. And one of them is a former Nick. Yes. 
<laughs> so you you start to think, yo, okay, Enos, all right, Zach Randolph, mm-hmm. all right. I mean, that might maybe you can add some more salary there. Yeah, to make make up the difference. But um, also Courtney Lee is what fourteen million. Well, actually, he's more like twelve. I mean, twelve. I'm sorry, twelve million. My bad. Yeah. Twelve million, and uh, Shump is eleven million. Hmm. Things that make you go. Hmm. Exactly. Could we see Shump and Zach Randolph return? <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the, but the thing is, is that like the rumors say that if 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 the Knicks do do go through with that trade, they're gonna waive Zach Randolph. So it's like we're not even gonna see Zach Randolph in the blue and orange anyway. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. It's just like. If, if if that happens, it's really to free up space. Yeah. For I would leave. I would actually keep him here for the season though, as insurance because unless we actually are just bringing somebody up from the from the G League that we could discuss the last uh, latter two weeks. I mean, hey, Isaiah Hicks been balling. In the Isaiah G League. Hicks has been. Mm. So I mean, listen, you can bring Isaiah up. Yeah, that's a possibility. But I, you know, you know how I feel about the injury problems of Mitch and mm-hmm. and. And the foul problems of Von Lea, you kind of do need another body somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. And watch out for Isaiah Hicks. He should be coming soon, I'm thinking. Yeah. He's going to get this shot probably. But, yeah, that can possibly happen. And some people are even like, well, what if we can get rid of Tim Hardaway Jr. too? I don't know. Maybe we can, pull, maybe we can if, do that. If, if, if the Knicks pull that off in that trade and give Kings Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract, I will kiss. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute! What did I just interrupt? What would you do? Oh, who, who you kissing? <laughs> I said, if the Knicks are able to pull that off, where they send Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract along with Enos Kansas' contract to the King. Yeah, I heard that. What are you kissing? What are you... I will kiss the ground that Scott Perry oh, walks okay. on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to say kiss an ass because I don't kiss ass. Oh, okay, so, right? okay. Yeah. All right, all right. I, yeah. I, I didn't know where he was going. I was, yeah. like, I was like, whoa, he's on. Okay, he really wants him gone, huh? <laughs> I don't want Tim Hardaway Jr. going. I want the contract going. Oh, that's okay, the, okay. That's the the I want the contract going, yeah. It's not about Tim Hardaway nah. Jr. It's about the contract. It, it is about Tim Hardaway I'm sorry. You're a liar, sir. It's no. about Tim Hardaway Jr. If Tim, if, Hard- if, if Tim Hardaway Jr. was not signed to that stupid contract by Steve Mills. It's the person. It's, no, no, don't, don't, don't do that. If, if Kevin Durant had Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract and he was here. But Kevin Durant is a beast, though. Exactly. Is Tim Hardaway a beast? No, he's a, he's a puppy, but still. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> it. My point is, is Kim Hardaway. It's not the contract because if Kim Hardaway Jr., you felt like Tim Hardaway Jr. was an all-star caliber player who could bring this team to the promised land, you wouldn't trade him. That's all I'm saying. But still, though, if he if he was on an affordable contract, then I would I wouldn't mind keeping him. Uh, it's it's because they uh, it's, it's because they signed Tim Hardaway Jr. long term, and we're thinking bigger. Right things. player, wrong number. Exactly, and we're thinking bigger things right okay, now. Okay, all right, all right. So it's like that's where I it's was like, trying to paint you into bad mouth and Tim. Hardaway. Nah, <laughs> as, as I said, I like Tim Hardaway Jr. Man, sure. I do, mm-hmm. I do. But the right. thing is, is that I'm trying to I'm trying to think the bigger picture. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think championship that's in right. the future, and. On the contract Tim Hardaway Jr. is currently on, 
You got to be real right now. You know what? I like Brooklyn Nets Twitter. Oh, Brooklyn Nets Twitter? No, I hate Brooklyn Nets Twitter. See? You see how it is to catch, see, catch me in a lie? <laughs> <laughs> but you gave it a lie, straight face. I'm not having a straight face lie right now. Okay, just, okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm just saying. All right, all right. I'm thinking bigger picture. If you say it slower, I believe you. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking championship. And right now, the contract Tim Hardaway Jr. is on, you got to be real about it. It's messing up the Knicks cap space right okay, now. Okay, you right. got to be real about it. All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's real. It's real. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Needless to say. Uh, I don't even... If he could pull that off, that'd be dope. Yeah, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. <laughs> that would be because I, I don't think we'd be able to trade Courtney. Can't be that hard, can it? I don't know. Nah. I, I don't mean, know. He hasn't been playing. He he hasn't been playing enough. Yeah, he hasn't been playing enough. I mean, I mean, well, as Stephen A. Smith says, you know, a dead clock is right is right twice a day. So I'm saying. Maybe they gotta be some fool out there willing to take him. Yo, some fool. <laughs> oh, come. <laughs> I still feel like Courtney Lee ha- can have a resurgence, damn it. He just hasn't played all this year. He's had a great career except for this year because he's getting them damn minutes. I, I feel like he, I still like I still feel like he'd be like all Courtney Lee of last year be all right, yo. Yeah, of course. I like Courtney Lee. I'm just saying There's like your plea. <laughs> there's your plea. There's your. Is there? I see, there's a cop. Is there police outside? Is it police? You see police behind this kid? He's got a cop in police. Cops over here. All I'm saying. Uh-huh. All I'm saying. YouTube dash radio world <laughs> out there is that I'm a fan of Courtney Lee, but Courtney Lee has not played lately, and he's earning 12 million a year. Therefore, that's why I said. A dead clock has to be right. Yo, he called Ron, Yo, he called Courtney Lee a dead clock, son. That's no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm calling. I'm, I'm, I'm calling. I'm calling other NBA execs. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm calling them like lack of you know common sense. So you know? to trade for Courtney Lee, you, you, exactly. you wouldn't have sense. Exactly, because he hasn't played recently, and you don't know what he can really give you right now. But but I mean deep okay, down, but right, but I'm just right, saying deep down right. inside, you I'll know, will it back. I will it back. Yeah, but I'm just saying, deep, <laughs> but I'm saying deep down inside, I know Courtney Lee got it though. Like Courtney Lee can definitely help a contender. Like Word. that's what I truthfully believe. Trying to disrespect Knicks veteran, great Courtney Lee. It's all right. Though. Nah, I'm messing. Nah, nah. I'm messing. I'm messing. I'm, messing, I'm, messing, I'm so messing with him. It's fun though. <laughs> nah, Courtney Lee, my dog, man. Nah. I like Courtney Lee. Mm-hmm, me too. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yo, he just can't. <laughs> he just can't trade. He's. I don't know if it's gonna go through or not. Uh huh. I don't. I think I read something that said is that that talks have stalled. And what not, was it? Was that from Woj? But it wasn't from Woj, so I don't know if it's true or not. Oh, so that's why I didn't really report it on the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. But um, we will see. Yes, we will. We will see what happens, and if Courtney, if yeah, but um, I also read, also saw something else that made no damn sense to me. I, I didn't want, I didn't want to intro this today like that, but mm-hmm. I actually want to. I I like to have some suspense and not tell my um, my thoughts right away. Mm-hmm. But this made no damn sense to me. I saw something from Stephen Bundy that said Jabari Parker for Enos Cantor swap. What? Who's man's is this? Who's man's is this? Like, <laughs> like what? Like, the, 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 Bruh. Like, 
Like what? I don't see that making sense for either team. Like yeah, like we're both in the same yeah phase. We're like, battling for the tank. Like why? Yeah. Huh? A straight swap for what? Or something like uh, okay. Even know. if there's another piece involved, like I don't understand what other piece would you want. Like we were both looking for young pieces. Yeah. We're both looking for draft picks. We're both looking for the same thing. We're obviously. both looking for the same thing. So what? 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 what, what? Uh, nah, Bondi, you gotta roll that one back, man. I'm sorry. The Bondi be on the trade room is heavy though. He be on there, so I don't understand. Me neither. I don't. I don't understand how that makes sense for the Bulls. I don't understand how that makes sense for the Knicks. Yeah, cause I feel like Bondi has scooped Wolves a few times last season, right? But mm-hmm. so it's like, how do what? That don't even make no sense. I don't believe that. I don't know. That's yeah. mad weird. I don't know. Bonnie need to check that source. Check I, that. Yeah. yeah like, you need to check that source, man. <laughs> Bonnie gets a rap for, you know, for, for doing some other stuff, but isn't he I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm iffy on that. I don't I'm not rolling. Yeah. I don't know about that. But I, I had to mention it. Just because <sighs> But yeah. Uh I, I checked okay. I we talked about all the trade rumors. Mm-hmm. We talked about Vonley. We talked about Mario. Yep. Um, shoot. And you know what? I want to talk about a little bit about KP. KP? KP, man. We, we never really had a KP thing, too. It's, it's hard to... Well, I mean, he's been hurt all season, so... They, they, ain't, yeah, it, they ain't really much to talk about with KP, really. No, like I need like a KP drop. Or oh, a KP drop. Oh, yeah, that's true. We don't have a KP drop. Ludicrous. Wow, that's crazy. That's not that, very crazy. Yeah, not that we, not that I think about it. That's a that's very. Yeah, we need to get on that. Yeah. So we over here disrespecting KP. Yeah, man. Well, how dare you? What? <laughs> how dare me? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? I'm gonna shift. I'm gonna shift that blame. How dare Edson, yo? He, yeah, he, how dare yeah, you, Edson? <laughs> <laughs> yo, he control all this. <laughs> Edson, you not even like co programming. <laughs> you know, pro, you're supposed to be on top of your program day. You know? Why you have no unicorn? Exactly, you man. You should have a something. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> What sounds a unicorn make? Uh, I don't even know. It sounds of rainbows? I don't know what it sounds of rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> My Little Pony theme song? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. But we got to get to that, though. Yeah, we got to get it. I just think I just thought of a drop, too. <laughs> I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it in my head. I'm going to save it. Alright. I'm going to save it because it's so funny that I don't even want to give it away. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, KP, right? Mm-hmm. It's been rumored that he's practicing. He's looking really good. He's running. He's jumping. Mm-hmm. He's dunking. He's shooting pull-up threes. Yeah, Fizz says he's looking good. He's looking really good. Hmm. You know he's supposed to be reevaluated. In next month, February, yes, next month. Um, <clears throat> which is interesting because after hearing that news, Howard Beck's podcast announces something kind of weird, mm-hmm. and where they heard the news from is also weird, which is what makes people go, Is this true? Because Howard Beck said he heard the news from a G from like a G League game mm-hmm. or something like that. This is according to Stephen Bundy too. Stephen Bundy via Howard Beck's podcast, and they were pretty much saying that um, the Knicks are holding back KP mm-hmm. 
and KP is frustrated. Yeah. And it's causing tension <clears throat> between KP and the organization. And they found that out through, through the G League? That's such a weird... Yeah, that's crazy. What do you make of that, Ryan? Well, if if it's true, I think KP needs to chill and he needs to think the bigger picture. Because, yeah, yeah, I understand as an athlete, as a competitor... Like, as soon as he's healthy, he wants to get back on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, he that, like that's the right mentality to have if you're an athlete, if you're a competitor. But I just want... I already know KP not listening to me right now, but I want How KP... How do you know? Yeah, that is we true. We worldwide, baby. Yeah, we worldwide. Is... We got people in, in Lithuania listening. I just, oh, yeah, I, just checked the, I just checked the stats. Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Also, Germany. And Germany. United Kingdom. United Kingdom, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we yeah we worldwide yeah, right now. We out here, dog. Yeah, so. Um, out here. He's just in New York. Yes. Be in New York, B. And, 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 plus, <laughs> and, and plus, KP got time. He's he's still recovering. Yeah, he, he probably listened to podcasts and stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, KP, you got to look at the bigger picture, man. Yeah. Look. Look. Right now, the Knicks are on track mm-hmm. to get one, possibly one of the top three picks in the NBA draft. Oh, yeah. Look at the talent available in the top three picks of the NBA draft. Dog, that's your help, bro. Exactly. Years to come. Right now, you have Knox currently on the roster mm-hmm. where you can see the potential in Knox. Imagine adding Barrett. Zion, Ooh. Morant, yes, another young player with great talent mm. like that to help you out. I can see it. I can see it now. Exactly. If KP comes back early, and obviously it's going to take him some time. He's not going to be the KP of old immediately, but he might help the Knicks win some games where if he wasn't playing, the Knicks would lose and put themselves in better contention for a top three pick. Right. So KP have to look at the bigger picture. You want more talent on the roster to help you win games. Chill, bro. So just sit out this season, be patient. Then next season you come in healthy, ready to go with these with these young gunners around you. I feel you. Like here's the thing with this though. I really want to see what KP looks like with some of these guys on the roster to see if they fit together. I really want to mm-hmm. see that. That's what that's a fact. I really want to see that. So like um I don't want him playing big minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably gonna be a minutes restriction anyway. Yeah. I do want to see what it looks like. I mean, I'm not opposed to him playing like 10 games or so. Mm-hmm. 10, 20 games. I think I want to see him play like 10, 20 games at like 20 minutes a game. I mean and I, it, I would be I only reason I would maybe be okay with that is because I know I know like he's not gonna be KP of old in 10, 20 games. Yeah. So it's like maybe he might not help the Knicks as much to win games. Like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe the Knicks might get an extra maybe maybe one or two wins or three wins. Right. In, you know, in that during that um time span at the end of the season, if he played the games as opposed to like if he sat out. I'm hoping the Phoenix Suns go on a crazy run. <laughs> That's what I'm really hoping because that bottom three. Percentage nah. points, 0.3% separates between one, two, and three to get the top pick. That, yeah, but we, we got to hope Cleveland goes on a damn run because Cleveland just losing games like crazy. Like, oh, Cleveland, like, Cleveland, like Cleveland is like 8 and 32 right now. I mean, they with us. <laughs> <laughs> they with us. It's funny because it was looking better than us that game we played. It was like, yo, they killed, they bringing us. Bon, yon, bon. Oh, yeah, I can't. Yeah. But 
The K- yeah, we'll see. We'll, I'm hoping KP comes back 100% healthy, dog. Yeah. For, for, for sure. I know it's killing him because he's a competitor and he's a basketball player. He wants to go out there and help his team. And you just... You, uh, dog, I twisted my ankle for two weeks and I went mad. <laughs> <laughs> I went mad. I'm a guy... I like to be out and about. I mm-hmm. like to play ball. I like to lit. I like... I'm an active person. I like to be active. It's been actually been weird. These last three months is the most inactive I've been in my last five years ever. And I'm just getting back to being active again. But, yeah. um... Yo, shout out to KP, man. I hope... I, I understand where you're coming from, dog. I yeah. understand when you love something, you want to do it that much. You just want to get back as fast as humanly possible. And, yeah. and hold out. Hold out. And it was funny, too, because... um. <clears throat> You know about the whole restricted, restricted versus unrestricted. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's been said that um, he's missed like half the season now. Mm-hmm. More than half the season. Which means his qualifying offer dips from $7 million. Let me see if I can get the exact amount. I don't know if I can. Off the drip. But he get, it dips from $7 million to like 3 or $4 million. Interesting. Yeah, because... Because it's like a it's like a little injury clause in the contract. If you don't play a certain amount of games, mm-hmm. then you're qualifying all for dips. And because of his injury, he missed a certain amount of games. Mm-hmm. So his qualifying offer is going to dip. So listen, guys, like for those who are worried, again, who are those who are worried about KP leaving so he can be an unrestricted free agent mm-hmm. next season and leave. I mean, the season after and leave. That's not happening. He's not going to play... For four million dollars, exactly. So we can leave the Knicks the year after. Mm. Like I just, mm. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, and you have to think about it too. Like coming off of a big injury, like he just came off of too. Like That's a huge he, like he's like, he, like he's gonna want to secure his future. Yeah. So there's so there's no way he's gonna sign a qualifying offer. He's gonna you know he's gonna more than likely sign a long term possibly max contract maybe there might be a clause in it like due to injuries or whatnot right kind of like kind of like the deal that Sixers signed Joel and Joel and right to. right right like that's about it but are you but I mean like at least if KP's people are smart which I which I'm sure they are oh yeah his brother's a beast yeah exactly like they're not accepting no qualifying golf oh they, hell no if, if 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 the Knicks want KP to stay they're gonna be like you, you gotta pay him money you gotta pay him that long-term max deal. Maxies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's getting that money. Don't don't worry about it. Yeah. KP is not going anywhere. KP is definitely going over there. Shout out to KP. Can't wait yeah. to have you back. Oh, trust me. We are missing you right now, my Yeah, guy. I really want to see you with the squad, though. Yeah. And um, one, per- one person in particular, I really want to see him with. Mm-hmm. And it's my... Frank is back. Yeah, man. With a little bit of vengeance. How do you want to do this? You know what? He had a pretty decent game today. Yeah, he did. Versus the 76ers. It seemed like whenever he was in the game, the Knicks went on a run. Yeah. And I'll say this too. Even before today, when Frank was injured... Before Frank's injury, the last two games before that, he, he was playing the same way. Mm-hmm. He was aggressive. He was getting to spots. He was driving. He was putting the pressure on the defense. And you're starting to see that 
as a result of his aggressiveness and his driving, mm-hmm. his assist numbers are starting to rise. Yep. He's pushing the pace a lot more. I really want to see what Frank and 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 KP do because today what I saw from Frank and and Luke when they were on the floor together, mm-hmm. dog. Like Frank, I'll, I'll say this: this season, Frank's defense hasn't been as good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not been fighting over the screens as hard. Yeah, he's. I read something that said he's dipped in um his pick and roll defense, and a lot, you know a lot of that could be because of the people he has behind him backing him. Yeah, that could be the case. Today, when I saw Frank with the Seventy Sixers. And he had Luke Cornett back him on the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. It looked a lot different. Yeah, it's to me like today Frank played with like a renewed energy. Like I, I don't know, I don't know if it's because he saw out the last three games, but it's like today it was like I saw a different Frank today. Like I, I don't know what it was. Like I was watching him play, and it's like he played with like a re- a pace, a renewed energy, like. Like I like I like I'm not used to seeing Frank push the ball that often. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna say, yo, I'm telling you, because people, what game, what game were you talking about where he get, where he actually played well? And people were saying he's played, but he played better than Mouye in a short amount of time. He had like ten points, five assists in like eighteen minutes. Yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot the exact game, but I know the game you're talking about. He's been playing a lot more aggressive the last three games. Yeah. And also, and also today on defense too. Like he was very active on defense. Very, today. very, very. I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to seeing. And he was because he was also hooking up Luke Cornette with some pace, some nice passes. Yeah. You know what? This is like a. This is like a, a kind of like a Pacers. Uh, should we even talk about that? I, I guess we could talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But I'm really looking forward to see what Frank does when he comes back, man. Um, Moutier has been. He's fallen off recently. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. It's strange because I read I heard they I think Clyde said today he's leading the Knicks in scoring recently, 17 yeah. a game. His defense has been atrocious though. Yeah, his defense hasn't been that great. And also I feel like he's kind of cooled off a bit too on the offensive side as well. Like like when he was really hot in December, when he was getting those thirty plus, when he was getting those thirty plus point games, like he was knocking down the three ball, he was driving to the hoop, finishing at the rim, etc. But now it's like when he drives to the rim, he's not finishing as often now. Yeah, like he's he's kind of like falling off a bit. It's funny because in the, when he started playing well for that stretch, I'm like, I don't think he's gonna give away his starting spot. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking. Yeah, it's a possibility it's now. A, it's a possibility. It's a possibility with the way. Because Frank, to me, the biggest problem that I think everybody saw it was the aggressiveness and the confidence. Yeah. I feel like the confidence was solely reliant on his jumper. Mm-hmm. If the jumper missed, he wasn't confident. Mm-hmm. If he made it, he was kind of confident, but still not really waiting for that jumper to not to mm-hmm. fall. To me, right now, he's finding a comfort level in knowing he can produce if he drives to the basket. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I think him attacking the basket, it seems like it's giving him more purpose overall. So if he misses a jump shot, it's still not the end of the world. He's still contributing. Like, even though the lips he missed mm-hmm. were great because he collapsed the defense, had got the other players out of position for somebody else to come in and get a rebound and, and put the ball back. Yeah. So I really want to see what him and KP are going to look like together. Yeah. I'm really, really curious to see what Fizz and the coaching staff, he's smart, do with him going forward. And I really want to see what's going to happen with Moody, too, man. Yeah. I think I think with the coaching staff with Frank, like, I think probably the biggest hurdle right now is just getting Frank to be confident every game, you know, and not just, and not have him confident, like, one game and then one game he loses confidence, you know, like, because Frank fluctuates, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he'll have a few games where he's very confident. And he plays with high energy, and he drives to the rim, takes open shots, plays with good energy on defense. Then he'll have then he'll have other games where it's like he loses confidence, and then it's like he barely shoots a shot, and then on defense he's kind of lethargic. You know, it, it's just it's just getting him to be consistently confident every game. I think that's like the main hurdle for Vince yeah. and the coaching staff. It's funny. I feel like I feel like he's been good at. You know, it's funny, too. I feel like he hasn't been as good guarding point guards, but he's really good guarding everybody but a point guard. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, it's, it's, I feel like he's getting blown by, but that secondary defender coming over to help, I feel like he's been really good at that. Yeah. But not on the primary defensive side. Mm-hmm. But um, interestingly enough, the assists are still a problem. Fizdale kind of blames that on guys being on a bunch of one-year contracts and trying to play the hero ball and not move the ball. Mm-hmm. But I uh, have a stats. Shout out to Jonathan Macri. He says, um, NY is fifth in the NBA in hitting open threes. Oh. Yeah, six in converting them. Wait. Yeah, yeah. But they don't take he said I'll say so they um I'm sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. They don't make any open twos. <laughs> what? <laughs> Weird. Like mid-range? Yeah, I yeah, I guess I guess so. Third from last. I don't know. It's just weird because it seems like maybe they hate mid-ranges with people in their face. I saw another stat that said that we're in the middle of the pack of hitting our mid-range shots. As far as so I don't know. It's that's such a weird Yeah, me neither, because I'm like, if you're talking about twos. Like I'm, I'm assuming that means mid range. I'm assuming that means close to the basket, etc. So, for with that stat, it would be interesting to see like what a majority of those of those misses are coming from. Is it coming from inside the paint? Is it coming from mid range? You know what's called what's causing the percentage to be so low. Yeah, I mean, the twos. I mean, Moody by himself, I see, uh-huh. misses a lot of open. Yeah, he does. Twos and a lot of layups. Yeah. By himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Trey Burke, too, when he was in the game, seems like he hasn't been hitting that mid-range like he has been last season. Mm-hmm. Frank Nilakina hasn't really been hitting the, that, the open twos. Yeah. He kind of thinks about it. and So, I can yeah, I can see it. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Interestingly enough... Luke Cornett, I believe, is leading in in three-point percentage. Really? I believe so. I got to check that out, but I'm pretty sure I saw a stat that said Luke Cornett is leading. 
I think it's number one, Luke Cornette. Mm-hmm. Number two, Von Ley. They've taken a... Well, wait. Let me not question Cornette's threes because Cornette takes a lot of threes. Yes. So he would make the list of three-point percentage. But Vonley, like, he's taking enough threes or that he could be on the list. Yo, Vonley was very hot in the beginning of the season, if you remember. He was around 45 or 44 percent in the beginning. Uh-huh. Now, he's dipped off recently. Yeah. And he, he gets gunshot like today. He, was, he, he had open ones. He didn't even take them. Mm-hmm. But he, he, he had a rhythm for, like, a good... 10 games or so where he was just on fire. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see that. It's crazy how our big men are shooting better than our, our guards. It's kind of been crazy. Yeah, it is. I don't even know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't be, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, preferably, you would, you would want your guards to be the better shooters, but... Eh. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But, um, yeah. And we also... <clears throat> We also take too many contested shots. Fifth most. You, I'm, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Just for the simple fact that it seems like a lot of times when the Knicks are in the half court, it's like they're lost. It's like they, it's like they don't know what to do sometimes right. in the half court. And they just throw up shots that are contested. and Because the Knicks, like... And Clyde says it all the time during the um the games. Clyde's like when like the Knicks always go into these offensive. I'm just I'm use Clyde's words. Stupors. Yes, yeah, offensive. Stu- yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, where like it's like the Knicks are. I don't want to say confused on offense, but like it's it's kind of like they just move the ball around. and It's like they're unsure of what to do to get the open jumper. Then they end up taking a contested shot, and then when you look, the other team is running up the court, you know, on the fast break. And I I I started I started all these stats to say to say this. The last stat. We get very few wide open threes. Mm-hmm. But we're tops in the league and hitting them when we get them. Which lets you know, a point guard that can break down a defense and is able to set up other players on a three-point line might unlock mm-hmm. something that we haven't really had yet. We're like, they're really, we're literally like a point guard away yeah, from really killing the NBA. Right? <laughs> Not for real. Like all we need is KP back, get that get that great talent from the NBA draft, mm-hmm. and have a point guard that really knows how to break down defenses. Oh boy, Knicks oh will, boy, the Knicks will be back. Exactly, and you're hoping that one of these guards can figure it out. Yeah, Moutier or Frank. Yeah, it's interesting enough. I feel like Frank would be the one who who would pass uh, first. Yeah, well, I mean, Moody is more of a scoring point guard as it is. Yeah. Even though, even though at the moment he he is the better passer, but to me, like right now, he when he goes to the hole, he's always shooting it. Mm-hmm. Does he kick it out enough? I guess is where I was leading to. Not really. When when he drives to the hoop, the majority of the time is to try to finish at the rim. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting to. Reading those stats, as easy as it is, is for Moody. To get to the rim, mm-hmm. he might have to mix it up a little bit more. Yeah. And look for those shooters at the three-point line. And not even just Moody A2, Trier too. What's happening with Trier? <laughs> Dog, I got his money and is chilling right now. He's yeah. like, I don't... ISO Trier is ISO in too much. He got ISO vision right now, dog. Like, he's not passing the ball. I seen him pass up Mario in the corner today. Yeah, and then he drove to the rim and got blocked. Exactly, by <laughs> me. 
Like, dog, how you gonna? Oh, I know you want to do it. It's like, how you gonna? If you're gonna, if you're going to pass up a open guy at three, it's like you better hit your shot. Yeah, you cannot be rejected. You can't yeah. do that. <laughs> you can't. Uh. But um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that this coaching staff actually sits him down at some point and, mm-hmm. and gives him some little pointers, and and actually, you know, open his eyes to you know passing the ball. Yeah. At some point, I just you know what I think it is, man. It could it could quite possibly it could quite possibly wall. be two there yeah, two things the rookie wall and the fact that he was injured the other day and like he hasn't got back his rhythm yet like it's just taking him a bit long, you know, a bit longer than usual to get his rhythm back. I feel I feel I feel like it has to be rookie wall, yo. It has to be because he was his shooting percentages were so high before that. Yeah, like to fourth fall off a cliff like this, I'm, it has to be to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was like the number one thing. Like the rookie wall is like a definite possibility. Yeah, but you know what? We let's talk about the games, I guess. All right. Very, very quickly. So, um, are we gonna talk about all four games? Maybe go through like the first two or three briefly, and then what game do you feel passionately about, man? I'll, I'll let you leave because I really. All right. I like we can I really we can talk about the Pacers. I mean the I keep saying the Pacers. The 76ers game. Uh-huh. If you want to talk about any other game, I mean I'll also, fine. I'll also talk about the Pacers game a bit. Okay. Trailblazers and the Warriors. I'm just gonna go through and go through them quickly because those two games were pretty much predicted L's. Right. Yes, yeah, so the Blazers beat the Knicks 111-101. Um I'm gonna go to the um game stats right quick. Oh. For the Blazers. It was scoring all over the place. Nurkic, 20 points, 8 rebounds. Oh. Damian Lillard, 17 points, 9 assists. Actually, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. CJ McCollum, 17 points. Um, Seth Curry. Not Steph. Seth, the oh. other brother. Oh, okay. 13 points. All right. Evan Turner had 10 points, 5 rebounds. Layman, whose man's is this? I don't know. Whose man's is that? I don't know. 10 points, 11 rebounds. He had a double-double on us. Oh, wow. The Knicks, Enos Cantor, 18 points, 14 rebounds. Okay, I mean, I feel like... And, th- and, this, was, and this was before the cheat day. This was before the cheat day, and I, I'll say this too. This is one of those games he was coming off the bench. He looked all right. Yeah. He, he, I think he had the only plus, the only positive plus minus that game. If I'm, if I'm, go, I'm going off a memory. Uh, well, I'm about to check it right now. Well, let me see. Enos Cantor, he had, he had a, he had a positive plus Two? minus of seven. He had the highest. Oh, seven. Yeah, game. he had the highest. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um. Noah Vonley also had a good game against his former team. Sixteen points, fourteen rebounds. Oh yeah, that was the one game he wasn't shy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was. When Vonley got the ball, yo, you know, it was funny because when Vonley gets the ball sometimes, he hesitates on three. That game, he was shooting. Exactly. <laughs> he was letting him fly. He yo. was like, he was like, y'all ain't want to resign me? Okay, I'm going to show y'all something this game. Take that, take that. Exactly. <laughs> Emmanuel Moutier, 17.7 assists. That's the thing that Frank has learned because Moutier gets assists straight off pure penetration. Yeah. It's a me, Mario. Uh-oh. It's me, Mario. He had 14.7 rebounds. Oh, yeah. The return. Yes, and Trey Burke had 10 points in 14 minutes. 
Trey Burke, man, in and out the lineup, in and out, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rough man. season for him. Word. And I'm gonna just go to the Knicks Warriors game because we're not gonna really talk about those L's on the West Coast. I am. The Knicks lost to the Warriors 122-95. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Warriors. Clay Thompson, 43 points on four dribbles. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh. Uh, Kevin Durant, 24 points, six rebounds, six assists. Oh. Oh. Steph Curry had 14 points, 14 assists, seven rebounds. Oh. The one game where Steph Curry played... Not so great. We still get smacked by the damn Warriors. Damn. <laughs> Word. Okay, I'm going to go to Nick's stats. Um, Again, the scoring was spread around. It's a me, Mario, again. It's me, Mario. 19.6 rebounds. He played really good in garbage time. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm not even going to applaud it. Whatever. Enos Cantor, 12.16 rebounds. Okay. Um, Trey Burke, 10 points off the bench. Alonzo Trier, 11 points off the bench. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr., 13 points. Right. Only, only took seven shots. Uh, come on, Timmy, that's unlike you. Um, Kevin Knox had 12 points. You know what? I will say this about the Portland game, too. I feel like that Portland game, I feel like I remember Enos Hancher actually playing pretty good defense, which was weird. Yeah. I was like, he's shuffling his feet. Is that the game he had three blocks, too? It might have had three blocks that game. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go back to that. Let me see. I think he had three blocks. So that one was that one was interesting. What was also interesting too is it seems like it seems like the Knicks changed their pick and roll defense scheme, and they completely they're completely just. Oh, go ahead. No, actually, he had no blocks that game. Okay. The only blocks came from Cornette, who had two. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was, I think that was a game where it seems like the Knicks have just completely given up on Moody trying to stop anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're blitzing the pick and roll. They have Cornette showing very hard mm-hmm. on the pick and roll early and making they're really making the big make the play. Like they trying to they they really made a good a good they made a good a good they really did a good job taking the ball out of Damian and uh, Damien's hands, yeah. the guards' hands, and making the bigs beat them, and the bigs still beat them though. Yeah. But then you had, you ended up having Knox having the guard uh, center on a switch, and it was barbecue chicken all night. But that's all I have to say about the game. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Team stats. I think the only stat that's important about this game is that the Warriors had thirty six assists. And then, Jesus Christ. And Knicks only had thirteen assists. <laughs> oh my God. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting, man. Pretty much. Now I'm gonna get to the. Pacers and Knicks game that that played on Friday. Oh, man. I think I'm glad I missed this one. Yeah. Yo, this is like the first game I missed the whole season. Oh, word? Yeah, man. Well, the Pacers beat the Knicks 121-106. Pacers stats. <sighs> Domantis Sabonis. Oh, Nick Killer. Yep. 22 points and 15 rebounds. Oh. And I wrote in my article because I wrote an article on this game, and I was and I was like, the Knicks should the Knicks brass should strongly consider signing this dude when he's a free agent. Because, oh yeah, because oh when, yeah. Because whenever this dude comes to the garden, he just balls out. Oh, it definitely does. If he's here full time, then he's gonna average. Oh man, exactly. He's gonna average a double double. That's a fact. Victor Oladipo had nineteen points, six assists, four rebounds. Oh. Um. Thaddeus Young had thirteen point six rebounds. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Former Nets great Boyan Bogdanovic had 15 points. Oh. Nets great. <laughs> Oxymoron. <laughs> Oxymoron. Yeah. Nets great. Former Nick great Doug McDermott had 12 points off the bench. You get it all. Oh. <laughs> and Tyreek Evans had 12.6 rebounds off the bench. Boo. Now the Knicks. Emmanuel Moutier had 21 points. Um, Dotson had 15 points, six rebounds, four assists off the bench. Um, Kevin Knox had 14 points. Trey Burke had 12 points off the bench. Mary Hazanja had 10.6 rebounds off the bench. Okay. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 12 points, six rebounds. Novale had 12 points. And that was the game Timmy messed up his hamstring, right? Yeah. Team stats right quick. Let's see. What is the stat that stands out the most? Matter of fact, Pacers just outscored the Knicks and paid fifty-eight to forty-eight. Not, not, no other stat really stands out the most. Pacers had thirty assists, Knicks had twenty-two. Um, the one thing I want to, the one thing I did want to say about this game was that the game, at least in the first half, okay, was played close. What made the difference was the run that the Pacers had to end the first half because when the Pacers went on that 12-0 run to end the half. Hmm. The Knicks could not recover. It was just straight paces from then on. It was like the paces were like, you know what? Because I think the game was tied at 52, I think. Okay. Like, I think I, if I remember correctly, I think Knox hit a, either a three or a two. I can't remember if it was a three or a two, but he tied the game at 52. The the paces have a, a knack for turning on their defense. Yep. Especially with the Knicks. And the Knicks are just all out of sorts. They're really like blitz that pick and roll. Mm-hmm. I, gosh, that happened the last game. They will blitz that pick and roll to the point where Moody is sitting there dazed and confused, doesn't know mm-hmm. what to do. And it's usually, I feel like, mad. Usually when they turn it on, uh-huh. turnovers start to mount. Was there, was there a bunch of turnovers? Not even a bunch of turnovers. No? The Pacers just played hard defense. They turned up the defense. Knicks just took shots. It was one and done each time. Mm, okay. Knicks took a shot, brick, rebound, score. Do you feel like it was a good good shots and we just choked? Because that happens too with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. They play, they they get uh oh, and they play tight, and yeah. then they start missing even open shots. Just nah. like that thing says, we missing open twos. Yeah. They be missing wide open twos. I think for the most part, it was just that the Pacers defense was just overwhelming for okay. that two minute span, and the Knicks just couldn't buy a shot. And then every shot they put up. The Pacers got the rebound, score. Got it. It was just it was just like clockwork. Mm. Knicks miss, Pacers rebound, score. score. One and done, no offensive rebounds. Exactly. And then on top of that, it was like, then to end the quarter, when the I think Boyan Bogdanovic dunked the ball to give the Pacers a 12-point lead, mm-hmm. the Knicks try to respond like Moutier try to pull up 4-3. He gets blocked by Collison uh, to end the quarter. So, so I mean... Insult to injury. Exactly. Damn. That from that time on, it was just all paces. Again. Rejected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we can talk about the good loss today. Yeah. <laughs> the best loss of the week, damn it. Word. <laughs> I think I'm excited about that loss. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so today, earlier today, the Knicks lost to the Sixers 108-105. Word. Okay, the Sixers stats... Joel Embiid led all scores, 26 Well, he led the Sixers, I should say, in scoring 26 Exactly, points. not the Sixers. Get yes. it right. 26 points, 8 rebounds. Oh! The killer today was Ben Simmons. 
Yeah, man. Moutier, what are you? Sorry. Ben Simmons had 20 points, 22 rebounds. Career high. And nine assists. Bruh. God damn. His halftime stats was was crazy. I was like, what is Moody doing out there? Word. <laughs> and that and that is crazy because I really want Frank to play mm-hmm. against guys like that who are tall and like because he seems like he knows how to give those guys problems. He gave yeah. him problems last season. He actually played Ben Simmons a bit this game though on defense. It didn't go yeah, out yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah. like that was more of a team defense thing. Cause yeah. Every time they try to run pick and roll, the 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 guy who was supposed to help was kind of confused, and they both went mm-hmm. the opposite way. That happened like two or three times. Yeah, this game, and also, and also too, it was like Frank was playing help defense on Ben Simmons, and then it's like every time he did that, Ben Simmons would just cut to the rim and like finish at the rim. Yeah. So it's like the defensive rotations were all messed up. The help defense was all messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. JJ Redick had twenty two points. Mm. Um. Oh. And Jimmy Butler had sixteen points, eight rebounds. Not that crazy. Nah. Now the Knicks. It's a hard knock life. Kevin Knox, 31 points, career high. Boy, boy, that boy good. Yeah. (laughs) That boy good. Yeah, he had seven rebounds to um, Emmanuel Moutier, 19 points. Okay, all right. His defense is atrocious, dog. Yeah, he needs to definitely improve in, um, on the, de- in the defense. A lot. Yeah. Coaching staff helped this man. Yeah, he needs definitely needs to improve in the defense department. Luke Cornett, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists off the bench. L- Luke gained respect from me today, dog. Yeah. His def- hit the way he battled the NBA, respect. Yes, sir. Respect. And also want to shout out Frank Nilakina. He had eight points, six assists. Attacking guard Frank Nilakina. Yes. Ten. He, I think it was a plus ten today. Yeah, plus ten. Uh, he he was like only one of three Knicks that had, that had the positive plus minus. It was him with plus ten. Kevin Knox with plus eleven, and Luke Cornett with a plus twenty five. <laughs> Fizz kids in the fact. That's what I like to see. Yes, sir. Now I'm going to get to the team stats. All right, all right. So in this game, yeah, the 76ers out-rebounded, out-rebounded the Knicks 56-34. Oh, my God. Like, oh. Bruh. And also the Sixers dominated the paint, outscored the Knicks in the paint 56-46. Bruh. And that's about it with the stats and the facts. Yeah, that game was interesting, too, because there's no Trey Burke, mm-hmm. no Enos Cantor, and no Tim Hardaway Jr. So all you Knicks fans who didn't want Tim Hardaway Jr. and Enos Cantor, that's me, too. In the lineup, it happened today, and we saw it. Yep. You definitely saw it, and you have to kind of wonder. The Knicks allowed the 76ers to score, what, 66 points in the first half or something like mm-hmm. that? And then in the second half, I don't even know how much. Was it like 40? They hardly scored. Yeah, they shut them down. You start to think, man, the defense was really good today. Yeah, what but happened? yeah, but you know what though, I don't like getting I don't like getting on Fizdale much, but I have to get on him for this game, just for the simple fact that he made the switch of putting Cornette on the bench and putting Lance Thomas in his place in the starting lineup. I feel like I understand what Fizz was trying to do. He was trying to play small ball and have Embiid 
guard the perimeter. Right. And and you know and and take advantage of that and have the Knicks play fast. But as a result, it backfired and it and, definitely did. And Embiid was just ha- was just eating barbecue chicken in the paint in the whole in pretty much for most of the first quarter and through the first half. Yeah, you started to realize when Embiid when uh, Noel was taken out and Luke was in his place, he was mm-hmm. able to kind of contain Embiid a lot more. Yeah. Like Noah's a great defender. He was positionally in the right place every single time. Yeah. But he just doesn't have the length to the bother of his shot at all. Nah. He would just shoot right over him. Yeah. Luke would, would be the same thing. He'd be in the right position, but the length would bother his shot. And now it's the difference, really. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like if Fisdale started with the typical starting lineup and had Cornette in there, I feel like the Knicks would have won this game. It's a possibility. Yeah. It's a possibility. Also, Cornette missed a lot of open threes in, like, that last waning moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hit, I'm not complaining because yeah. he's a plus 25. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> there was threes he was wide open for that he usually hits, and it was and it was right on line. And, yeah. hit, and it was like, damn, that could have been the game. He was only down three. What? Oh, he was only down four. And then that was... <laughs> but there was a lot of plays like that yeah. towards the end. But um, a lot of, a lot to talk about this game, dog. Uh, also, um, um, Kevin Knox, dog. Man, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, like Kevin Knox. Kevin, for the first time of the season, put together two complete halves. Yes. He did not score in the first half. He didn't do this thing. He scored in the first half, and then he disappeared. Two complete halves. He seemed like he was going downhill. Yeah. Like he thought he he just the more the game got on, the more he started was in the groove. Yeah. And this guy, he's he's clutch, dog. Mm-hmm. Like he's not afraid of the moment. Definitely not. He plays the same, he shoots the same no matter the moment. He ha he looks like he has the it, man. Yes, he does. So very happy what I've seen from 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 Knox. I feel like we talked about Frank McLean to death too. Yeah. And Moody, man, offensively. He gets all these slow starts and stuff. It's just defense, defensively, is is pretty bad. He he needs help. <laughs> he needs help. He needs help. I I need Fitz to realize it. He needs help. Run those defensive drills. Do that. Slides. All of that. Yeah. All of it. And you know what though? I want to give also want to give credit to Damian Dotson, because oh yes. Because Damian Dotson almost helped the Knicks pull off the improbable oh, at, the, at the end of the yeah. game. Yeah, we got to talk about yeah. that play, man. Because the Knicks were down by five, and Dotson got fouled on a three-point attempt by Embiid. Duped Embiid into shooting a three, yeah. into fouling at three-point line. Yeah. So the Knicks knew that the only chance that they had to tie the game Dotson had to make his first two free throws. Right. And then miss his third in the hope that the Knicks get the rebound and able to, to shoot a three to try and tie the game. And it almost happened. Yeah, he made for him he made his first two free throws, missed his third free throw perfectly. Perfectly. Did he practice he practice missing free throws? How did he miss it so perfect? I don't know. And then Moody came rushing in and got the rebound and then went out to the three-point line to try and score. And the fact and the thing is, Moody almost made that. Yo, too. he did, yo, dead ass, yo. Moody sometimes, man, he can suck the whole game. And all of a sudden, that fourth quarter come, he's hitting bucket after bucket. And you're like, yo, where is this coming from? Yeah. <laughs> where is this? It's, yo, it's crazy. But that was a wild sequence, man. Yeah, it was. We almost pulled it off. We almost pulled off for overtime. 
Yep. And who knows what happened after that? Who knows? Exactly. They've been talking, yeah. But shout out to the Knicks. Best loss of the season. <laughs> <laughs> For real. You saw some great things from Knox. You saw some things from, oh, man. It's me, Mario. Saw some nice things from Mario as well. Yeah. Um. Listen, man, a lot of these one-year guys who's going to be free agents, they might make it tough. If Mario keeps going progression like this, there could be a market for him too as well. Yeah. Not sure it'll be the Knicks or not, but there could be a market for him too as well. If Von, it, it, it's looking like everybody who want, came here to improve might end up improving. We'll see. Most definitely. And that's a great sign for this organization if the coaching staff can, can do that. Um, that'll definitely, yeah. Yeah. Rookie year next season, high draft pick, single mm-hmm. staff. I'm I'm telling I'm telling you from now, with KP coming back healthy and with whatever top talent we get from this year's draft, oh yeah, Knicks winning at least thirty to thirty five games next season, and depending on who we get in free agency, Knicks gonna be a playoff team. That, Most yeah. definitely. And Mitch ain't even back. I can't wait for Mitch to get back. Oh I yeah, definitely. Yeah, our number one shot blocker, rookie shot blocker in the wings, paired with King. Who care? There's a lot of combinations here that's tantalizing. I, you want to play know. with man. And, and it's funny because Mitch has missed the last 13 games, and he's still leading all rookies in blocks per game. Great, crazy man, crazy. <laughs> can't catch that man. Nope. You know what? We talked about all the games. We talked about everything that's happening this week. Now we're going to the favorite part of the program. Yep. Oh. Ooh picks. And if you're new to this, you know the ooh picks are the best plays of the week, best games of the season. Um, shoot, do I have do you have ooh picks? I think you do have Yeah, I pick. do have a ooh pick. Um matter of fact, I got two. Oh. Now that I think about Ooh. Sixers game. Yeah. Cause that's the freshest in the mind. The freshness. Fresh as eyes. Yes. Yeah, so, um, in the game, TJ McConnell. You know, Knicks fans know this dude. You yeah. know, this, this dude gives us gives us the gives us the fits for whatever reason. Fizzies. So, um, he was driving to the rim hard. Oh. And he went for a layup, but little did he know, Alonzo Trier was trailing him. Oh, sucky sucky. <laughs> so McConnell goes up for the layup. And Trier pins his shot on the glass. Rejected. Oh, he got that Dwayne Wade chase down block down to a T. Exactly. That's my first oop pick. And my second oop pick goes to Kevin Knox. Okay. It's kind of like an oop, bro. Oh, wait, I, got, I forgot to do the oh. after the block. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an oop, bro, though. Oh, the Uber. Because. There's the real Uber. It's an ooh because the Knicks were down 107-100. Mm-hmm. And he hit, I think, and I think he hit MB with the step back. Whoa. For the three. Yeah, the step, yeah, the step back is off. Oh. That's the ooh. But the bra is he went into his bag and, and stole the and he stole the play from James Harden and did the double step back and he should be called for traveling. Bruh. I don't think he traveled there, dog. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I replayed it. I replayed it. He did like a I replayed it in slow motion. I was definitely good at the feet. I don't know. I think it was. Let's look a, at I, it. I, I think it was a double step back. I think. I, he, I think he did the James Harden. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. What's what's what's? We need to get a video and count and do like the ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the count with the ding with one step, two yeah. step. Yeah. I think. I, I think he did it correctly. I, I don't think know so. because to me it was like, 
he picked up his dribble, mm-hmm. then did like a little shuffle backwards, and then he did a legit step back. To, so to me, it looked like a double step back. I don't know. Yeah, but I think he pulled the James Harder right there, and it worked in his favor because he hit the three and brought the Knicks, and brought the Knicks within four late in the game. So all right, all right, cool. Well, those are the those are your oh ooh picks, and now it's time for me. Yes, sir. First ooh pick. Oh man, my guy. This is the story. Oh, Yo, he flipped some guy's life upside down today again. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. My guy, Frank Nalakina. How do I, hmm, how do I? You, you know what? Frank Frank did make um, Joel Embiid hit the stanky leg earlier today. Oh, though. I didn't even get to this. Oh. <laughs> You messing my, my, my each, I'm trying to have a suspense story building theme and you just went straight to the ending, dog. Oh, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, there was this one play where Frank is going downhill pretty fast and he... He kind of does like a little hezzy move, like hezzy. Yeah. And then it's like he's surrounded by three 76ers. And somehow he puts on the little speed jet, Euro steps to the basket. Oh, that play was nice. It makes it. Oh. I ain't like, what? Where did that come from? Whose Frank is this? Yeah. Because <laughs> we don't know this man's play right now. We don't know this man. We don't know this Nila. We don't know who that guy is. Nah, man. Hits him with the hero step. Nice. Does some kind of reverse little flick thing after the... I'm like, yo, where did that come from? Word. But that's not even the crate. That's the first part of the ooh. All right. The 76ers are going down the court. And you're looking around. You're like, where's Frank? Yeah, I remember Frank that. is on the other end. He has one shoe off. Yeah. <laughs> Puts his, fixing his shoe back on. And Bede is down the court like, oh, I got an advantage. He's about to go to the hole. You look like he about to score. All of a sudden, you see a French blur running behind him. <laughs> Sneaks behind him, Bede steals the ball. Strips clean. Goes down the court. Passes to Knox, and Knox ends up scoring a layup on the fast break. Oh, yep, that was a nice play too. Yes, that has the double ooh sequence. Yes, sir. Frank on offense and defense. Second ooh goes to it's me, Mario. One up, brother. One up. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, Mario. He's on the right side of the court, right? He's kind of probing. He does it in and out. <sighs> Drives right. But there's no there's nowhere to go. Oh my gosh. So he resets. He goes left. And as and he and he's driving left. You see Cornette, he's setting pixel in the middle. And as he's driving left, I don't remember what defender, I think it's McConnell. Somebody turns their head. Mm-hmm. And, and Knox is on the left side. He sees the guy, turns his head. He darts to the basket really quickly. 
Mario is still dribbling left. Sees Knox cutting to the basket, right? Uh-huh. Passes it. Like, as he's, as he's on, as both Mario and Knox on the move. He's not even, like, square facing Mario, facing uh-huh. Knox. He's, like, on the move, facing the fo- facing the out-of-bounds line on the left side of the court. Kind of passes it, the ball with mm-hmm. his right hand. Like, kind of, like, flicks it. Mm-hmm. The ball bounce passes, sneaks by Ben Simmons. It lands like right by his foot for the bounce pass as he tries to steal it. Hits Knox right in stride. Mm-hmm. Knox takes off. Two-handed dunk. Boom shakalaka. Oh. Knicks had didn't score for the first like few minutes of that fourth quarter, except when Nario broke down the defense and hit him with the perfect pass. Yes, sir. Those are my OOPICs. I have another one, actually. Okay. It's just Frank, help defense, Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Thought he had a friend. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Season opening, but no. Frank Lequina closes that door. Rejected! Blocks his shot. Yep. And hurts his feelings. Oh! That's it. I'm good. I'm all good. No more. Finito. Yes. How do you say done in French? I really don't know. I have to I have to consult my French um translator. Rodney. <laughs> Rodney's Haitian. He might know some French. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> Rodney. Yes. Sacpasse. I know you guys don't know Rodney. That's our friend. Anyway, uh, shout out to Rodney. I, he, he listens to this episode all the time. He's like, yo, John, this season, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good thanks Rodney yes sir <laughs> it's now it's time for our other favorite part of the show the and our guy brought man from the third floor or I mean the fourth floor is gonna take over the fifth floor oh the fifth floor yeah, yeah. I'm tired it's <laughs> it is time for the bruh yes the bruh picks and I'm gonna just take this nap and let this guy take over ah <laughs> uh, the bruh picks first bruh pick Mm-hmm. Bucks versus the Rockets. The Greek freak was in the post against PJ Tucker battling it out. Oh. The Greek freak notices one of his teammates in the corner <gasps> open for three. Wow. He throws a one handed rocket. <sighs> Unfortunately, James Harden's head was in the way. Boing! <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Greek Freak played dodgeball with James Harden's head. I mean, he lost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Harden lost. Yeah. Dude, when I saw that, it looked like he did it on purpose. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> There's no way that was an accident. That's crazy. Yeah, man. But yeah, Harden lost that game. And, and he lost, he lost his mind. A, yeah, hey! he like, yeah, he lost a few brain cells as well. So, ding <laughs> Bruh. Next bro pick goes to Victor Oladipo, Pacers versus Knicks. Oh. You missed the game, so you didn't see this. Nah, I didn't. So Victor Oladipo had the ball at near the top of the key. Okay. Lance Thomas was guarding him. Oh. Oladipo, Oladipo tried to shake him. Uh-oh. But he couldn't shake Lance Thomas. Lance, Lance Thomas stuck onto him like, you know, a fly trap. Couldn't shake what his mama gave him, huh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Victor Oladipo was like, you know what? I'm going to pass the ball. Good. So, to, so to, at the corner of his eye, I think he sees a teammate. So he passes the ball to the sideline. 
Unfortunately, there was a ref standing there, and the ref had to jump out of the way to dodge the pass and fell to the ground. Bruh. I mean, he was open, though, right? He was, oh, no? He was open, but, you know. Was he wearing yellow? Yeah. Nah, he, he was wearing gray. Yeah, yellow sneakers. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Victor Oladipo's kind of colorblind. His peripheral wasn't working too right on that yeah. play. Yeah, it wasn't. It was a little off. Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I, I know I have another bro pick that I'm thinking about at the moment, which I cannot recall at the moment. So I might have to end this segment early just because I can't recall it. If it comes back to me as we're doing the exits. Oh! Yeah. I do have one. Okay. Max Kellerman. Oh, yeah, that's the bruh pick right Bruh. there. That's the bruh pick I'm Bruh. thinking about right there. Bruh. Bruh. Leave. Go to L.A. No. Where you belong. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Whose man's is that? <laughs> get your get get him. Get Ryan. Get him. Get him. Max. Get him. First of all, Max. This dude supposedly is a retired Knicks fan. Man, get him. Because he says that the Knicks have offered him nothing but disappointment throughout the years. That's funny. Your career has offered me nothing but disappointment. <laughs> oh damn. <Bruh. laughs> And this man supposedly jumped on the Lakers bandwagon. The question was asked on first take. If you were the Knicks, what would you do with KP in free agency? I would sign him. Is that what he said? No, this man had the nerve. The gall. The unmitigated gall. The, 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 the blasphemy. The bla the, another word for gall. Exactly. <laughs> 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 to say the Knicks should let KP go and consider his feelings because he would never win in New York City. Bruh, bruh, bruh. He told, he, he really went on, he really went on television and just said, we should let KP walk. Did this man forget that first take takes place in New York City? People can spot this man on the streets because he's in Knicks country. How do you say uh, something like that? And you're from, you're a born, bred New Yorker who was supposedly a Knicks fan. Bruh. Even Stephen A had to call this man a traitor and told him to move his ass to L.A. Go! Go to Jersey. <laughs> go some, go some, go, uh, go, go leave. Just leave. It's like I understand. Just take like a swim. Exactly. In the dirty Jersey water. It's like I get the point that he was trying to say. Okay. And shout out to Jersey. I love you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we love y'all. But um, I get the point he was trying to make. The Knicks are a bad franchise. James Dolan is a terrible owner and blah, blah, blah. But still, that doesn't mean the Knicks cannot turn the damn corner. The Knicks need to accumulate talent. Why are we going to He's let not a fan. He's not a real fan, man. And He's not paying attention. He's talking about all this James Dolan is going to be the, the, exactly. the down -talk. He's not seeing what's happening with the franchise. He's not seeing what the coaching staff is doing. He's not seeing all this stuff. James Dolan's not even around anymore. Like, come on. He's playing harmonica somewhere. Exactly. In the let, me, let, let us go. Let us, let us be great. Let us be great, damn it, Max. Exactly. Like, the Knicks need to accumulate talent to become great. K if we trade away KP or let KP go to another team of free agents, because we're doing him a favor. Exactly. Shut up, shut, shut, shut. We're back. We're back. Bruh. We're back to damn square one. 
It makes no damn sense. You're not a fan, dog. You're not a fan. Don't even claim that. Don't even say that in front of anybody exactly, else. Exactly, yo. Like, yo, like, 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 yo, we, we're taking your New York card right now. Yeah, man. Don't go to the Bronx. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to Bronx. Go, don't, don't go, go to, to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Don't, don't go do to that. Queens. Don't, do don't go to Staten Island. Don't, don't go nowhere, man. Uber everywhere. Exactly. Stay home. <laughs> don't, 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 don't even walk the streets, Don't man. do that. <laughs> Need a mask. All right, is it off? Is, how do you feel, man? Yeah, I got it off my it's chest. It's off your chest. It's yeah, mine. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm right, good. I feel. I feel lighter. Yeah, me too. All right. All right. Time to lighten his mood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that was the end of our show. Most definitely. I hope you enjoyed it. I actually thought this was gonna be a really short show, and it ended up almost being two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I guess me and uh, yeah, I guess me and Ryan are damn near professionals by now. All right, yeah, pretty much. So, um, thanks for watching our show. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, mm. like, comment, please share, subscribe to the channel, follow, uh, follow. Yeah, all of that, man. Listen, if you want to follow us, if you want to know where we are, go to the slash dot com to see all of Ryan's great writing works. Yes. If you want to buy some merch, go to the nickatimeshow dot com slash catalog. Mm -hmm. Or actually, you can just hit the store once you're there. You can yeah. do that too. See this um, this Porzinga hat? You cop that. I got yes, fist bags. Got t shirts. I got all that. Trust me, it would be, be worth it. Um. Also, if you want to follow us on Instagram, that is the Nick of Time Show. Mm -hmm. If you want to follow us on Twitter, that is the KOT Show. Mm -hmm. Also, shout out to Dash Radio. Yes, sir. And I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, yeah, Facebook, too. Yeah, we're on Facebook. Yeah, the nick of time. Are we the podcast or the show on It's Facebook? the podcast. I was trying to change the name, but hopefully, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so definitely follow us on all platforms to enjoy all there is to know about the Nick of Time show and keep up with the Nick's news. Exactly. And, you know, I just want to um shout out the Europe right quick, United Kingdom, Germany, Wherever you're listening yeah, to us Lithuania, from, yeah, yeah, you know we are. We're very thankful that you've tuned into our show, and we hope that y'all continue to listen. We shouting out, we shouting y'all out because we appreciate. That's it. a fact. I think I seen also Spain. I think I'm out of New Jersey, North Carolina, Texas. Uh, there's a few other places I seen. Yeah. Shout out to all you guys who listen to us, man. Yeah, most definitely. And you know what? Especially New York, because you know you, you definitely hold us down heavy. Yeah, of course. Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn, listen, Brooklyn messes with us heavy. I don't know if that's by accident or not. Or maybe because everybody I mean, knows uh, in Brooklyn. That's yeah, what exactly. Okay, that could be it too. Yeah, but, but like we're both Brooklynites, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. True that. But shout out to everybody who listens to us on a daily, on a weekly. Um, and you know what? You can find me on Instagram too at J Ellis Draws Things. I draw things. I haven't drawn that much lately, but hopefully I'll get back to that soon. I'm trying to, I'm on a new year, new me. I'm, I'm getting back. I'm trying to get back in my gym's mm -hmm. flow because since I haven't played ball last year, which is weird for me. But you know, I, I hope to get some merch coming along too when I get some free time. So J Ellis Draws Things, J E L L I S Draws Things. Follow me. And um, yeah, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on IG at Sergi is chilling. Sergi is chilling. That is S I R G is C H I L L I N. As um Jay said earlier, um to view or I should say to read my um my blogs, my articles, go to the nigga dot com. They're all posted on there, and um 
obviously a boy has more um responsibilities right now becoming the assistant nba department at a, uh, the, the assistant nba department oh you think he's important now huh assistant <laughs> <laughs> you know i kind of I stuttered right there but um yeah the assistant nba department head of tsj 101 sports all right so you know your brother's moving on up and um yes sir and you know if you have any if you have any opinions you want to debate me on that we've talked about on the show, just at me on IG and I'll be glad to have that debate with you. Yo, at me, son. At yeah, me. at me. At yeah. Me, <laughs> what up? Word. I eat those. Anyway, <laughs> that is our show. Hope yep. you enjoyed. See you next week. Hopefully we'll have a full band next week. Things happen. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunately. But pretty much. It's poor. That is our show. Shout out to everybody. Edson. Kathy. Kathy. Ryan. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to me. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is it. We out of this. Peace. Yes. Come, 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 come straight out, out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Every, every.